0: Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Welcome to everybody that's joining us online. We're glad you're with us. Well, this is the last vessels at this time. (laughs) I heard a boo. (laughs) Um, Praise God for his faithfulness. Um, I want to... Just, I wrapped up the other message last week. So, uh, uh, if you want to know more about the rich young ruler, the nobleman, you can go back and read Mark ten on your own and get and hear what the Lord has for you to to say to you. Do you know money is a, it's a motivator. Do you know that? It is, Um, and it, it will give you a false sense of security. You know, if you really look at uh, cultures through the years and you you study history and stuff like that, um, you know at any second your money could be worth nothing. Just like that. Even, you know, know, people say, well, you know, investment people, and it's not that you shouldn't invest. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, But you need to think this way. Um, You know, people say, well, I got precious metals. Well, they could be worth nothing. It's just the truth. There is nothing that you can put your faith in that is natural in this life. Nothing. You have to put it in God first. Until it's all the way there, you're not safe. That's where saving is. Saving, Savior, salvation is only in Christ, period. God is so smart and so capable that if you have no food, he'll have a bird steal it from somewhere else and bring it to you if you're in fellowship with him. But the the nature of the natural, the nature of the flesh is to gravitate, and I have the same nature, to gravitate toward the natural. Well, I'm going to make sure my family has this. How? Well, my parents are rich, so I'm in. No, you're not in. Well, I have a rich uncle who said he was going to leave everything to me. <laughs> Jesus left everything to you. So, so the rest of it, just let it go. And, and trust God. He'll, he'll, have, he'll provide for you. You understand I'm not saying don't have money. You understand that, right? God's not saying don't have money. The Scripture says that he'll cause every uh, favor and earthly blessing to come to you in abundance. That's not what he's saying. He's saying don't you dare put that stuff above me. And people say, well, how would I know? He'll put his finger on it, and he'll find out what you'll do with it. Oh, no, that would never happen. Go back and read about Abraham and Isaac. God put his hand on and asked for the very thing that Abraham believed for. Now, here's the thing, and this is the thing that uh, um, is very hard Uh, It shouldn't say very hard, but it is the thing that God does not avoid the most challenging thing in our life, which is his desire that we submit our will wholly to him, right, and obey his commands. Now, he's God. He has the right to ask that. Now, the wonderful thing about God and in his love is this, and we don't want to think about these things, but I think I'm looking at people that are genuine in heart, all right, so genuineness is, is, is not as hard to find as you think it is. It's just rare in the earth, like true faith, right? Not, 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 I'm talking about a, a level of faith where you're good ground and you're producing 30, 60, and 100-fold. You know, the goal is to go all the way, right? We're progressing. To me, that's a picture of spiritual development. You start giving, and you're at maybe that 30 area. Then you're moving to 60, and then you're moving to 100, and God's just increasing your faith as you go because you're, you've proved him faithful with little, and then you're moving to much. There's a whole lot of people that have a lottery mentality when it comes to money. You know that 70 I think it's 75% of the people that win the lottery go broke and everything falls apart. Why? It's poor people with money. All right. Let me say it this way. It's a poor mentality. What does that mean? That means you don't think about natural things the way God does. Well, I don't have to do anything because, you know, you know, my dad worked hard or my mom worked hard or grandpa worked hard. No. I wouldn't count on that at all. In fact, if now I'm talking to people of faith right now, okay? Now if P, if you're a person of faith you don't even look to them as your source. The moment you do you're you're you know you're out of balance. Now when you're a kid you know when you're little of course your parents are 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 um, the main channel coming to you from God. But even that parents you know you teach your kids to look to God to believe God. And I'm going to make a statement that's going to hurt your feelings not Santa Claus. Look what Santa brought me. And I'm not totally against that. You know what I mean? As long as your kids understand that if Santa may be a channel, but God is God, he's the source. Does that make sense? So it's not an issue of, uh, look, I'm not trying to get all your money. Oh, I'm going to say it. Because that's what people think. Well, they know I'm rich. The preacher wants my money. No, I don't. That's not the issue at all. We got to get over this. Got to get past it. I'm not just talking about you. I'm saying just in general, the body of Christ. We have to get over it. You're telling me because the rich young ruler <laughs> here. I promised I wouldn't preach on it. Um, that 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 God's telling me that I don't know what God's telling you. I have no idea. It's not my responsibility to hear for you in that sense. Even if I did, I wouldn't say anything. And I haven't, and I won't, and I don't. Because I don't go there. I don't, even, I don't even let my mind go there. If a thought tries to come to me that somebody should do something because they, I stop it instantly. People are so not in faith that they try to buddy up to rich people. Talk about believers. Well, I'm broke and they have a lot. They owe me. Oh, really? My question is, why are you broke? Because instead of saving the 20 bucks, you bought pizza. That's good preaching, Sean. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, I can only save five bucks. Well, that's a start, and you're given something for God to work with. He looks down at you, and he goes, that's not somebody who just plays around. When we're faithful with little, we'll be faithful. Well, it's hard, and this looks like this will get me rich quick. Usually, almost 100% of the time, no. Well, they're offering me this. How many realize this? Brother Hagan, okay, I'll bring it back all the way to here because this is where this came from. He would share stories about how there were men in his church that would, and this was during depression times, so money was tight. They would leave a healthy church to go take a job that paid them 50 cents more an hour, which was a lot during depression times, but there was no church there. They would destroy their family spiritually for the sake of 50 cents more an hour. Now, now, what is, now, let's not just think about them. I mean, let's do that, but think about what is that? You're saying, It's a it's a lack of faith. You're saying, my trust is in the company and in the pension. Right? Now, God may lead you to a job that pays more, but it won't cost you your family or your... You understand what I'm saying? We're not exchanging. Well, I'm going to get good here, but this is going to go down spiritually. The Scripture says that the blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow. Right? So... And this is what I've found in my life, and, and most people probably have found this, that have, that, have, that have grown in these areas. They've found that it always takes longer with God than you want. I'm going to say that again. It always takes longer with God than, you, than your flesh would like. And it will take even longer if you don't control your flesh. Now, I'm talking about, I know this from experience, personal experience. I mess things up. Now, thankfully, God's merciful, and he recovers those things, but also, this is what I found out. He doesn't, he will recover them, but it doesn't happen instantly. I was forgiven instantly, but the Lord wasn't like, oh, okay, now you can have it. He was like, oh, let's see how mature we can get you before we give it. I know, we want slot machine Jesus. Jesus. There's no such thing as slot machine, Jesus. Come on, lucky sevens. With seven, Sean is the number of God. Stop that stupid nonsense and get spiritual. (laughs) The Lord told me to play bingo with my last five dollars. And people say, you're just making a joke. No, I've had people tell me that. I'm not kidding. Down in Ramaville. (laughs) I'm not where they got that from. They got it out here, not from in here. You know, the people have, they've come. Well, I went to play, I didn't have any man, And I won. That wasn't God. That was the devil helping you go back a second time. <laughs> and you'll never be rich. <clears throat> Even though you're already rich in the spirit. <laughs> Amen. No, it's longer. It's harder. And if you've been raised around a poverty mentality, it's going to take time to change that. It'll be, it'll be hard. It'll be a fight is what I'm saying. It won't just come easily. It's going to be difficult for you to change that mentality. But you can do it because this is a transformer right here, right? It'll change the way you think. You'll get to the place where you don't just think alone. You think God's bringing it. I'm going to wait. I don't want another payment. Amen. I, I just love that because I'm right on the way. I'm going to experience some things in my life, and I know it. I will share this before I teach you how to never fail in 2024. <clears throat> I'll say this. <laughs> um, the Lord the other day, Heidi and I were talking about some things just in our own life, and um, and we haven't done this perfectly, but we've done, we've you know, how many know none of us is performing perfectly? But we all are performing wholeheartedly or not. So, like, even if I mess up in in how I did it, the Lord looks at my heart, thankfully, right? Now, that doesn't mean I don't apologize for or need to make adjustments and repent. That's a constant process in my life, and I'm okay with that because that's just the way it is. I love Andrew Womack's statement. It's good. I haven't arrived, but I've left. I'm growing spiritually year by year. So watch this now. In the natural, this is, it can seem like, and this is a picture the Lord showed me, it can seem like people that are pursuing natural things are getting ahead of you when you follow God first. And the nature of the flesh is to compete. Okay, I'll say it like this. You've heard the statement, to keep up with the Joneses or whoever. (laughs) Whatever the last name is of 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 the people that are just, you know, the world calls it killing it. They're getting it done. And we should be impressed with success in a sense, but not if it's not godly. You know, uh, uh, when you pursue the kingdom first, it feels like you're going backwards when everybody else is going forwards. And this is what the Lord showed me. He showed me a, uh, you, how many, my brother had this as a kid, we had this, uh, he had a slingshot, which I think my parents, it's a bad idea for them to give him a slingshot. But it, but it had this. You held the handle like this, and then it had this uh, armrest that went, or this uh, what it lever for tension, right? Wrist, wrist. wrist, wrist yeah, it was a wrist rocket for sure. Yes, <laughs> and it went over your arm. So when you pull back, when you pull back far, you know it. The this doesn't the, the slingshot doesn't bend, right? But so it holds embraces braces. And then there were uh, steel balls, right? And boys, you know how boys are. <laughs> Let's, I'll go stand over here and you shoot me with that, and I'll see what it feels like. <laughs> and that's exactly the environment I was raised in. All right. <laughs> anyway, so what the Lord showed me was, is that, Sean, that's what it's like when you walk in faith with me. It feels like you're being pulled back, and you are. But what else is happening? the tension of spiritual progress is increasing. So where others have already rolled down, they're just moving along in their own motion. By the time the Lord lets go, you pass everybody. But you have to let go of the natural first. Now, when I was talking to Mike about this, he said, oh, that sounds a lot like an arrow, like your children... And you're drawing them. Well, you're just holding your kids back. Exactly. Because I want to launch them past everybody else's. I mean, I should say it this way. I want to launch them past the world. Do you see that? So that's how it is even in some of these other areas. Uh, people will get upset because, you know, Brother Hagan said, if you, if you ever, ever want to get people upset, talk about marriage, money, and their children. And you'll have them upset in no time. (laughs) And it's true. Don't tell me, preacher, how I'm supposed to do what. Okay, I won't, but this will. Now, if you need to imagine I'm not here talking, go ahead and do that. But submit to the word of the Lord and don't be rebellious. Amen? Um, Because that's the only way we change. It's the only way we grow. You know, I can't pray away disobedience. I know we think we can, but you can't. You can be forgiven, and God will, and when you start making changes, the fruit of those things will stop, but then you have to do walk through the same process that you did before to get the fruit, the negative fruit that you got, to get the positive. The death fruit changes to salvation fruit. Well, it hurts my feelings. I know, the word does. It hurts our feelings. That's what it does. Just wait till I get into the love message I'm about to preach. If you think your feelings are hurt now. (laughs) I was reading over the notes this morning, and I'm like, my flesh is going, I really don't like this. But I want to grow. I want to grow more than I want to have my feelings comforted all the time. Faith and obedience to the Lord is not about... What we've done is many times is we've taken the promises of God, and I've said this before, but and exalted them above obedience to God. But the promises are a byproduct of the obedience or the walk of faith. You cannot sleep with the devil and produce divine offspring. You cannot sleep with the flesh and produce spiritual fruit. You understand what I mean by that? The nature of the flesh. There's only one way to produce divine offspring, and that's to have divine intercourse with the Lord, divine interaction. The seed has to be planted from heaven. Why was Mary such a good house for the Savior? She treasured in the heart the word. Do you see that? So, now, I'm just going to say this. In fact, let's just go to Mark 10. This just goes to show you that I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I mean, in the natural. I'm just getting over into the spirit on it. Um, Okay, so let me say this, because I want to encourage you with this. So, Mark 10, verse 23. This was after. I'm not going to go back through and teach what the rich young ruler did. You can go back and listen to that if you want to on the website or YouTube. It says this, verse 23, Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were like, We're in then. They were what? They were astonished at his words. Why? Why? Do you just read, or do you ask questions? Questions. Why? Why would they be astonished at that? Why would that shock them if they were just broke? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Get past the religious uh, reading glasses that you have, and get over into the Word. <laughs> Amen. Why were they astonished? Look at look at the question. They were astonished at his words, but Jesus answered again and said to them, "Children, how hard it is for you, for those who trust in riches, hello, to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God." And they were greatly, what, astonished. So they went from astonished to now it's like, oh, oh! like whoa, whoa, <laughs> right? They went, okay, I'm trying to give you a picture of levels here. And Peter passed out from those words. No. (laughs) Saying among themselves, what's the question? Who then can be saved? Does that sound like a bunch of people with a broke mentality? Think about that. They understood biblical wealth. Who then can be, why would you ask that? Basically what they're saying is then nobody can be saved, Lord. So was Jesus saying he didn't want the rich young ruler to have anything? No, that's not the point. But people, religion preaches it that way. Why? They don't read the scripture. They have their predetermined favorite theologian from years ago who misquoted or mistaught what God said. And they can get on and they can make fun of and they can accuse and they can do all these things, but they're they're coming against Jesus. You know, they do these things on social media. And what people mean is, I'd like, you know, well, I can't go down that route. I'm not going down there. So, but Jesus looked at them and said, with men it is impossible, but what? what? With, but not with God. With God, verse 27, all things are possible. Verse 28, then Peter said to him, see, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or, or what? What? Oh, no. If I'm going, my brother's going. What if your brother don't want to go? Well, no, Lord, no, Lord would never, never cause me to go against my family. Huh. Now, how are we going to resolve this? How am I going to resolve this? Well, my family's mad at me because I'm doing, well, let them be mad. Well, my family won't repent. then don't repent. I'm moving on. Well, you don't love. Actually, I do. I love the Lord. (laughs) I know it's tough, isn't it? It's so good, though. So he said, those of you who have left brothers or sisters or, or mother or wife or... Children or what? The Lord would never do that. Now what are you going to do? Now you saw it. Now you're accountable. I'm accountable. He would never do that. Oh, wouldn't he? Now, he's not saying you quit being a light to the world and you quit being a light to your family. That's not, he's not saying you disown your family. What is he saying? We talked about this last week or two weeks ago, three weeks ago. <laughs> your family can be a stranger. Well, the Lord would never do that. He, does he know how much I love them? Why even emphasize this? Again, do you ask questions when you read the Bible? Or do you just get your 15 minutes in and go? I want to know why. Lord, why would you say this? This is a lot, Lord. This is heavy. Lord, aren't there other scriptures that tell me to do this, this, and this for my family? You can't do any of the others if you don't do that. If he's not first, who is? Who is? I know, it's fun, isn't it? I'm sure I've lost, like, all the viewers on the live stream by now. (laughs) And I'm not quoting me. It's not even my idea. I honestly don't even really like the idea in the natural. I don't. Well, I worked hard for that land, Lord. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe somebody else should preach the rest of the message. But watch what he said. This is what I want to get to. And he says, for what? My sake and? That's why. Now, next verse. Let's go to the next verse. Who shall, uh, uh, for my sake in the gospels, who shall not receive? What? When? And what do you receive? (laughs) Lands. With, oh, I don't like that part either, but it doesn't matter. I love Jesus more than I hate or don't like the persecutions, which means I'll embrace something that my flesh doesn't like in order to love the Lord the way I should. And in the age to come, I get what? that's a pretty good deal. You know, maybe somebody, somebody ought to write that out. You just write everything down in the sections, what the costs are, what the rewards are, what the demands are, and, and just break it down so you can look and go, in the end, though, I get a hundredfold. Lord, it's worth it. And I get to believe you and I get to trust you and I get to walk with you, and I get fellowship with you. And there's an eternal significance that, that causes me to never, to, to always have a vision moving forward. Do you know why people pick up certain things, uh, you know, like the idea of boredom or whatever? I just don't feel like I have a purpose. If you do this, you'll feel like you have a purpose. If my mentality, if it's like our men's book, if I'm working from eternity backwards, our last men's book talked about this, I'm working from eternity backwards. If we realize that everything here is temporal and that actually what we're doing right now has to do with everything beyond the veil of the flesh, the natural then we can function at a higher level of faith. We'll we'll understand or have things in rank in our life the way that we should. God will be first. How many have done this? How many have ever had like uh, you got, you know, uh, several thousand dollars in the bank and your flesh kind of likes that? You ever notice that? it likes it why it trusts it well if, have you ever done this this is me okay you, you never do this just me I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the, the the lamb slain <laughs> you, 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 I do this I'll reason well if, if this happens I have this money to take care of this do you know that's wrong where's my source so it doesn't matter what happens. Now I'm not saying we shouldn't save. None of that. We know there's scriptures to back up the idea of being responsible, right? We do that, right? We know that. We know that's a principle. But it can't rank higher. <clears throat> Moses understood this. The Lord, the Lord told Moses. You can go into the promised land, but I'm not going with you. And Moses said what? I don't want to go to the promised land unless you're going. The nature of the flesh is, good deal, God, I'll go. Let's shake on it. What we don't realize is, is that everything we get in the promised land without God's protection... The flesh doesn't think, the flesh is so stupid. We should write like a joke book on this. You know. Do you remember that comedian years ago? Here's your sign. I don't remember his name, but anyway. So, but the idea was whatever they did was stupid, right? But the flesh is so stupid, it'll watch a commercial for workout equipment I always, I love giving this illustration because it's just, it is the absolute nature of the flesh. It, and your and your and you, in your mind, you're, the flesh will go, I want to look like that. And then it'll shut the TV off, get up, and especially right now during the holidays, walk past all the trays of cookies and goodies and all that stuff, open the fridge and see, uh you know, potential for maybe a salad or something like that, and then there's pie in there, and it'll go eat the pie. That's how smart the flesh is. The flesh is so stupid that it will go, it will watch an infomercial on how this guy made millions on real estate. And then it'll turn around and spend its last five bucks on candy bars. (laughs) This is how the flesh is. I want the result, but I don't want the work. That's exactly how the flesh is. And so we have to watch that. Why do we have to watch that? Because if you don't control your flesh, uh, the Lord said it to me this way. He said, you will actually, an unrenewed mind and an out-of-control flesh will lock up the resurrection power of God that is within you. Now, is it greater in power than God's resurrection power? No, that's not the issue. The key to releasing is our free will in obedience. So then if I <clears throat> if I don't do what God says, it's my fault that I get what I got. Now I can blame the devil, devil. He has a place to he has a part to play in tempting me, but ultimately it's my fault. Well, I don't like where I'm at. Well, how did I get where I'm at? Right? Do you see that? It's it's difficult on the flesh to obey the spirit. So how do you not fail in 2024? I have a prophetic word for you that if you'll do it, it will you won't need a new one for the rest of your life. And you say, where's the prophetic word? It's here. I love Doug Jones. We would sit in class at Rama, and he'd go, well, it's another year. All the prophetic words are coming out. And he, he would... Well, he was tough on them. I'll just put it that way. Of course, you're in Bible school and you're in Bible class, in Bible school, so they don't pull any punches. It's not like they're considering the visitor. We all paid to be there. And he would say, why does it always have to rhyme? I mean, he'd just start going down the list. And what was he doing? He wasn't saying prophecy was wrong because he believes in prophecy. Prophecy. He was saying, judge this, judge this, judge this, judge this, judge this. Judge it, judge it, judge it, judge it, judge it. Don't just take it. And then he would say this, it may, the word may be right. He said it may be right. The word that they gave may be right. He said this, but if you're not any more of a doer of the word of God this year than you were last year, none of it will happen for you. And we'd all go, oh, where's the preacher that makes us run and jump and shout? I just want to feel good. Where's Pastor Joy? I need her to play a nice song to make me feel good. So in that way, when I feel good, then I'll think something's going to change, when in reality, it will never change. Well, I was in the service, and I shook under the anointing. Big deal. Until I change, nothing will change. You can flop like a fish on the floor. I've done it. I've barked like a seal, trying to get away from the minister that just prayed for me, crawling on the floor. He gave me a prophetic word about my... Rodney Howard Brown called me out, me and Heidi out in a service, and laid hands on us, gave us a specific prophetic word, in front of everybody. It was embarrassing. You say, why? Because I'm on the ground going, oh, looking like a fool... I'm thinking, this is what I signed up for. And I rolled over. I don't even know what Heidi did. Didn't even, (laughs) I was a good man, good husband. Didn't even think about it. (laughs) We're on the ground. I roll over and start crawling my way back to my chair. You say, why? I want it out. I know we think that the altar and laying hands on, it's all pretty and fancy. No, it's not. There's all the human involved. I want it back to my seat. Get me out of here. It was like electricity was in my gut. And I'm going back to and what do I hear? Pick him up. <sighs> here we go again. But, and, he, and then he prophesied over us, and, but none of that happens if I don't do it. None of it. Now, we're in it right now. We're doing it. But you know what? It has not been all roses. No. It has been a whole lot of nail it. To the cross. Now there's a lot of good things. I'm not I'm not disappointed about the nailing to the cross once you get the, the fruit of it. But in the process, it costs you. So how are you never gonna fail? 1 Corinthians 13. <laughs> the prophetic word that never changes. Uh, verse number. Well, I'm just going to do this. I'll do it this way. Verse one <clears throat> Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, <clears throat> excuse me, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Have you ever thought about that? Now, what do we do? Why? Why are you saying that like that? So, this is a Pentecostal that Shoto Fabrice Satarokoshe. Lodosa But then I leave that place and don't walk in love. And what do I sound like? Bang, 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 bang. It's annoying. Well, I'm full of the spirit, brother. And all anybody else hears is, you know, like fingernails on chalkboard. You know. But I prayed in tongues. Yeah, but I didn't walk in love. But I have the authority, right? I got the name of Jesus. And when I speak the name of Jesus and don't walk in love, the devil goes, (laughs) your squirt gun's empty. You're a snap-cap Christian. Half of you got that. Probably less than half. A snap-cap is a a bullet you put in your gun to practice when you're shooting, but it it has no gunpowder or anything. It's just a a dummy round. All right, praise the Lord. All right, (laughs) verse 2. And though I have the gift of prophecy, ooh, thus saith the Lord... Where's Neil when I need a drum roll? And the anointing is moving and the emotions are high. And I have goosebumps on top of goosebumps. And I have, and I know mysteries and knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, well, it's okay because you get at least some result. I am Verse 3, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to... I'm a big giver. Oh, I'm a big giver. I take care of the poor. I'm a big giver. I'm so rich and giving. I'm giving all over the place. I'm giving to more places than most people I know, and I'm not giving little itty-bitty things. I'm giving big chunks. And oh, I sacrifice my body to be burned. I'm a martyr for the gospel but have not love it profits me some I'll get some profit out of it I will get nothing is this written to sinners turns out it's written to the church (laughs) All right. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. It does not behave rudely. It does not seek its own. It is not provoked. It thinks no evil, verse 6. It does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Well, I've put up with this long enough. Is that what it says? Is that is that God's nature in you talking? Is it God's nature in me talking? No, it endures. God's love just goes, mm-hmm, 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 and bombs are going off everywhere, and, and he's going. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. All right. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love, verse 8, love. But whether there are prophecies, they will. What? That's a negative confession. That is so negative. You want that prophecy to come to pass, you better agree with it. You better walk in love. They will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. When will tongues cease? When we get to heaven, whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away, verse 9. For we know everything perfectly. What? For we know in and we prophesy in, which means there's a part you and I don't know. You see that? But what does love never do? <clears throat> I got two minutes, and then you'll be free. Love, this is other translations. Love never fails. Verse 8. Love never loses altitude. Love never stops loving. Love endures all things, persevering and remaining loyal to the end. Divine love never fails, it can outlast anything. It is, in fact, the one thing that still stands when all else has fallen. I like that translation. God's love gives us power to endure anything. The Jordan translation, love never quits. Love never falls down on its task. Love is eternal. Love never dies. Love lasts forever. Love never disappears. Love, nothing can destroy love. I like that. The Bruce says this, love remains steadfast until the end. So do I want to never fail? Do you want to never fail? I want to never fail. Now, now I understand we're, we're, we're growing in this, right? But how do we never fail? Well, our heart is toward this. This is my desire. My desire is to love God above everything else at any cost to me. Now, I can make that statement easily, but you should see my prayer closet, <laughs> right? How about yours? Do you ever do that? Do you ever get in the prayer closet and don't just ask for things? But like work out your, your salvation with fear and trembling? I learned how to do this a long time ago. And you know where it starts? I'm not saying I've done it perfect. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is I've done it wholeheartedly. My desire, even when I've done stupid stuff, the spirit is stupid, you know? It's built into this. Did you know that? It's built right into it. You don't even have to go anywhere to find stupid. That's it right there. It just, it just is built in. But that's not you. You're on the inside. It's just your, your noodle is conditioned to, to, to this Sometimes. So I would never call you or I stupid, right? I wouldn't say that. Now, may, I've done stupid stuff. And I, but this is what I do. I, I go to the Lord and go, Lord, I have plain conversations with him. Lord, why, am I, why is this going on? What am I doing here? What's going on? Why am I this way? Why am I not getting the result you told me I could have? Because I know you're not wrong. What is it? It's genuine faith. I don't, I don't demand of my wife to fix in me only what God can. But people do that. Well, if the pastor would preach what I need, then I would get it. Or there might be another equation involved. Ooh, it's so good. You're probably going to be glad this was the last one. (laughs) But I I mean, it's amazing how this could be so hard on my flesh, but in my heart, I know this is it. This is it. This is the answer. Amen? All right, so if you never want to fail in 2024, never step out of love. If you want every promise to come to pass in its fullness... Never step out of love. Let's love each other and love those who hate us. Glory to God and love God more than any natural thing. It's just stuff. That's all it is. But you have eternal life ahead. Ooh, I'm so excited about that. I'm so thankful for it. Amen? Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.